What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Super pumped. We've got a very cool guest today. She's part of my boss babe tribe. You know I love my boss babes. She was a simplicity and organ. She went from simplicity and organization to a business coach. She is also a streamlined and money breakthrough business coach program right? Mm -hmm. And a fun fact, she received her CPO's designation in 2007, becoming one of the first certified professional organizers in the world. Very cool. Please welcome Miriam Ortiz Epino. Miriam, thank you for joining us today. Hashtag boss babe all the way. I'm so excited to have this conversation. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. It's always fun to chat with fellow boss women. (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? We we have something special together and we can kind of feel that energy through the screen. Um, I love what you do. I'm I think that organization is very is key to success. And I know not all people feel the same way, but there it's necessary when you got a lot going on in life. So I'm yeah. to understand what simplicity and organization to business coach, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So I, when I became unemployable, I wanted to start my own business and looked into being a, an organizer because all the testing I did said, you're good at that. So yeah. I thought, let me see if I'm good at that. Um, and I got fascinated with systems. I've been fascinated with systems my whole life. So wherever I can make something easier, every job I ever had was about taking things that existed and making them better, easier, simpler, um, faster, because really, I'm really lazy. So I'm all about maximizing my free time. Like, why well, work so hard? <laughs> we can make it easier. Um, so I started that approach. And also, I was practicing voluntary simplicity at the same time, which um, before it was the minimalism movement, okay. it was voluntary simplicity. And um, living with consumer consciousness and just being aware of the decision-making piece. So all of those things came together into my organizing business. And I found most of my clients or the ones that I liked to work with the most were entrepreneurs or work from home consultants and coaches themselves. And so that kind of got me interested in in those entrepreneurial systems and how that all fits together. And I just kept going and I, became a certified um, professional organizer and then um, the money breakthrough business coach at the same time, because it all kind of brings things together in terms of how things work to make your work and life easier. They should, there's no balance. We got to have like focus areas of our life, right? And how can you make the focus fuel each other? So when you're at home, how can you that be more supportive of your business? And when you're working on your business, how can that be more supportive of your life? Sure. And so you've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, 23 years. Oh, wow. So actually, I just want to go back really quick. What does it mean to be voluntary? um, Some simplicity? Simplicity? Yeah, so I practice it. Um, I choose not to get caught up in buying things just for the sake of buying things or for status. Um, It's part of what I do. But every decision I make about what to purchase is designed to help me get one of my desired outcomes or facilitate my life or my livelihood. So, you know, I live in a small house. 
I have exquisite things, but only some things. I don't just go buy willy nilly. Everything's considered beforehand. So yeah. it fits my life. Well, I'm behind you. It looks very organized. So well, <laughs> we can, thank you. you, you can see it <laughs> may or may not be kind of floofed up for uh, for the interwebs, but yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. No, I, I I like organization. Not everything's organized all the time, but mm-hmm. you know, when I am able to take the time to make sure I get everything into place, it's definitely organized for me. But you know, we all we all live such a fast paced life. Sometimes it's hard to maintain that. 100%. Yeah time but i am an organized person so i i like it i'm like you're feeling organized. ocd right now <laughs> well you're virgo too right yeah. i am fellow virgo um there's you know be as organized as you need to be yeah. to live your life and that looks different for everybody so that's the other thing i think there's a lot of um kind of influence right now to look have it look or be a certain way and if that's not the way your brain thinks or you like to work that's not the right way to be organized for you you need to figure out the right way to be organized for you and the way your brain processes information so over your 23 years i'm sure you've seen a lot yeah (laughs) okay so i guess one of my questions i would love to hear like one of the what is one of the worst projects you walked into um, I have worked with a couple hoarders before. Cool. It's not my go-to. Um, most hoarders tend to think they don't have a problem yeah. um, because it's a processing issue, a neurological slash psychological issue. Um, and so it's it can be a little on the horrific side, um, but mostly because they don't want the help. Right. So it's super frustrating for the organizer to help them because there's not progress and i like to actually see things finished um so but but i would say the the single most surprising thing when i went into other people's houses is how few people even knew that they could be organized Hmm. they think either they are they aren't um that it's some sort of innate skill that it's not a learnable skill or that it's not important enough to learn like it's how many people think of it as an afterthought instead of first thought I think of it as the foundation that allows you to do all the things you want to do versus the thing you only do when you have time from the other stuff you do. Because you're wasting a bunch of time not actually doing when all you're doing is looking for stuff or rearranging things. There's a different kind of mindset of how you approach it. But that was the most surprising thing to me. So there's something that I think you've heard and that I've heard that we've seen on TV that um, typically when somebody is very unorganized, they're very smart, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That one saying that I, I forget what yeah. it is verbatim, but it's like, I personally disagree, but have you run into clients that have been extremely disorganized, but incredibly intellectual and smart where they just cannot keep their organization skills in check? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, It goes both ways. I also know really kind of stupid organized people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're not naming any names here. Okay. Naming no names. (laughs) Um, But I think it, it depends because OCD and hoarding are all on the same anxiety scale of the psychological spectrum. Oh, interesting. That it looks very similar on both ends of it. Okay. It's very, it's all about control. So there can be control freaks that can't 
open their mind to anything. And then there are people that have so many ideas, they can't get it together to, to get anything done. So right. it's more about executive function than it is about intelligence and how you learn to use your brain to get the results you would like to get um, than the actual intellectual thing. If you can learn to drive a car, you can learn to be organized. Sure, sure. So, so yes, it's just a series of steps. Yeah. Now, when you are working with a client, do you try to help teach them how to be organized in that process? Yes. I teach organizing skills. Oh, okay. Um, I also create the systems that will be easiest for them. So instead of them spinning out and, and trying a bunch of different things that don't work and getting frustrating and giving up, I show them their best likely path to success in the way I help them organize and then teach them how to maintain it and or adapt it over years. So hmm. I just heard from a client I worked with almost 20 years ago that is still using the filing system I set up for her. That's amazing. And it's like, yay, it still works. Cause I've been using the same one for 30 years. <laughs> um, you know, once you set something up correctly, um, it should last a lifetime. That's an, uh, that's a testament to what you've taught them in your, your services to your clients. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something. Oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and So what would be, what's a common area, I guess, that most people struggle with keeping organized? Paper. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and even in this digital age, by paper, I mean information. So it could be email yeah. or physical mail or the papers that come home with your kids or the stuff you picked up at that last conference you went to for your work. All the paper, all the information that comes at us every day. Like, where do I put that? Where do I get that incorporated into my day-to-day -day or let it go? Or is it connected to my identity, proving that I know all these things? Yeah. <laughs> um. And just how to how to structure that flow of information through our lives. Interesting. But I'm, I'm saying more so paper one thing, but like it's specific yeah. space. Physi physically space. Yeah. Um, closets and bathrooms. Okay. Yeah. And or kitchens. Yeah. Um, it's those foundational things. And if you have those three areas of your life, plus your laundry room, because it's so closely connected to your closet. <laughs> Um, having those basic foundational organizing systems in your house, um, set up so that you know where things go, where they are when you need them, um, the rotation factor in terms of, you know, how often do you have to replace the toilet paper and how many cans of deodorant do you really need? 
Um, all those things come into play when you think about it as, okay, what's my kitchen system? What's my laundry system? What's my getting ready in the morning system? It's not just about having a stockpile of stuff that's yeah. available. It's like, what's the system for using this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I would think that I would think like closets, kitchens, because, you know, mm -hmm. my kitchen is organized, but I have certain drawers, like my utensils that are just all in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's yeah. got to be a better way to organize this. I just haven't taken yeah. time to look for that. But <laughs> like that, there's just one drawer specifically that I'm like, oh my God, this is just a disaster. And it's like, I haven't ever taken the time to do that. What, mm -hmm. um, what does it look like when a client comes to work with you? And so they say, oh, hey, Miriam, you know, I've got this, this problem mm -hmm. of organization. What is that? look? So do you go to their homes? How does that, how does that work? Yeah. I actually walk my clients through a program. So it's set up to determine what they want to have happen instead. Okay. We do a couple of assessments about their um, the way their brain processes information. And um, I do sacred money archetypes. So it's uh, like any typing personality typing tool. It yeah. gives me insight and uh, shortcuts for communication while I work with the people. Um, so it gives me a way to think about how the system is best going to be set up for them. Yeah. And then we actually go through my process of making decisions and setting up spaces and chunking down the project into small manageable pieces. So everybody doesn't get overwhelmed. So you empower your clients then? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. The, the two hardest things are they don't know how, where to start. Yeah. And they don't know how to complete. Yeah. And so if I can show them that it's not an all or nothing, it's like we do this part and then we do this part and then we do this part and then we add in this and then we add in this and it's a layer and it's a rotating system and it's constant and ongoing for the rest of your life. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's it's easier. Every piece <laughs> makes it easier. So, so yeah. do you, you can do things virtually or do you do it in person? Both. Oh, both. Okay, good. Yes. That's great. I do. I do both. Um, I run and I run a couple groups for people as well to learn together. Okay. Um, to be supportive. So sometimes some people learn better that way. Some people work better one on one. But yeah, I have both. Support. Yeah. To like. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to circle back to some of that, but mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about the Streamlight Money Breakthrough Business Coach. So yeah, talk to us about that. Yeah. So it's basically a few pillars to help people systematize running their business. It works especially well for solopreneurs or, or coaches and consultants with small teams, but I've used it for a ton of different businesses. I have a one client that's a cook that does farm to table educational cooking. I have a wellness coach. I have um, other organizers. Um, so it works for a lot of different styles, but basically it helps you set up um, some marketing and money tracking things and pricing strategies that help you deliver your service in a consistent way so that you can market it and talk about it and price it properly. So you organize their business. Yeah. I, lo I love that it's from a financial perspective. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, how, what made you come up with that? It's not my system. I'm just certified. Oh. Um, it's Kendall Summerhawk system. Um, I've been using it on myself since okay. about 2008 and I've been certified in it for about the last four years. Oh, very cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you, connect with you and learn more? Yeah. All the places are uh, attached to my website, morethanorganized.net. 
um, or my YouTube channel, which is more than organized run together. No spaces. Excellent. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna put all those links in the show notes. So if you're interested in working with Miriam, learning more, uh, whether it's in your business or in your personal life in your home, don't forget, don't hesitate or forget to, to reach out, whatever looks good for you. Uh, she's obviously very lovely and sounds like she's easy to work with. So I think that you would benefit either way. So let's go back to some of your projects. What would be one of your funnest or most memorable organ uh, organizing product projects that you've done? Oh, there've been a lot. Um, I've worked for a couple writers um, okay. that are fun because they tend to be very, you know, idea oriented and creative and, and it can be a little intense during writing and, and stuff gets away from them and, and having one just downsize a move. And I helped her set up all the home stuff so she could focus on the writing. And we like eliminated easily 90% of the papers in her office. And once we did that, she realized that the stuff she was working on was quite a bit more manageable. It was just yeah. all the other stuff that was in her way that made her feel so overwhelmed. And so she was just like baffled that it was that easy <laughs> that it had been taken up that much space at the same time. So um, that one was really delightful because I love helping people complete projects. And if their passion isn't their personal filing system, it's the writing. I want to enable that whenever yeah, I can. For sure. Um, sure. So that one's good. Um, there have been, you know, just hearing stories about, you know, people that we've put a system in place many years ago and it's still working for them is fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also just hearing um, business stuff. Um, even some of my not so successful things, I just had a client who was a little resistant with some of the paper sorting stuff. Like she really had a hard time letting go of paper. And so it was structured and there was a little bit of tension when we worked together, we got some things set up and I thought she wasn't that excited about it. Yeah. And then she moved across country to do something else. And she calls me and it's been like, I don't know, four or five years since I worked with her. She calls me back and she says, I just want you to know, I still need some help with this, but this part of my life is much better. And it was so easy to move because we did this and that. And it was like, that is so yeah. gratifying because yes. every little bit of organizing saves you time and money in the long run. And it's kind of incremental process progress for exponential results. Yeah. And so just hearing that even when you think you don't have a huge impact, it does impact in, in so many ways, That's every little awesome. piece. That's awesome. What would be a quick organizing tip that you'd give anyone that's listening? Oh, there's so many, but I would say, put your toys away when you're done with your project. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like if you're a clothes horse like me, make sure you put the clothes back in the closet when you're done. Right. Everything on. You the know. laundry isn't done till the clothes are put away, not just dumped on the couch so you can fold them later. <laughs> oh, I could never do that. That's something I cannot do. No, no, no. Once it's clean, I yeah. got to fold it and put it away. But when I'm like getting ready for a night out, like my bedroom will look like a total disaster because I'll have all these clothes out trying to find like the perfect outfit. And then like I have to, I get a little lazy putting it all back. So I got I have to remind myself to put it right. back. So yeah. the other thing that helps is not having so many options in the first place. So your decision making is faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love my clothes now. See, I don't know. I, I know. 
maybe mm-hmm. later in life I might start slimming that down, but I, I still love all my clothes. Well, we're getting close here on time. So I like to ask yeah. for last words of wisdom and advice, Miriam. So what do you want to leave with the audience today? Um, th- life doesn't have to be so hard. You can make it really easy if you want to, and everything can work together to get you to where you would like to be, who you want to be and how you would like to be. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like having a well-oiled machine within your home. So for yes. your life, your business life, whatever that might look like for you. Oh. So that's some good, good words of wisdom. <laughs> Athena is wanting to steal the show. Well, Miriam, thank you that's so much okay. for joining us today and sharing your story with us and everything that you do. I love it. I think that it's awesome. And congratulations to you and all your success and uh, all your future success to come. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, rate, review, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.